Hello and welcome to the Squeaky Bum Time Podcast with Mike and Laurent. It is Monday, September 12th. In this episode, we'll review the rounds of fixtures for the Champions League, get the lowdown on where we are with the Premier League fixtures after the death of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II, Regina. But first, Mike, we're going to Italy because we had to watch something. What the hell went on? It's Solaritana versus Juve. Uh, it was bonkers. Four goals, three red cards. It was Battle of the Bridge-esque. But <laughs> everybody basically just kind of grabbed their fingers and started waving them at each other. Um, nuts. I watched boys, it, by the way. Yeah, yeah. My Second boys, you were, giving me, uh, you were giving me... I was giving uh, you the update. updates as we were going. <laughs> I was... Because I have um, score notifications for them. And so I'm getting texts from you and I'm getting... Red yeah. card, red card, red card. What the hell's going on here? First of so all, I, I turned it on and I couldn't tell who was who because Juve were wearing these purple abomination yeah. kits and Salernitana were wearing white mm-hmm. and sort of have some color on them. So I was like, oh, wow, Juve are playing really well. But then I realized that it, it was, was Salernitana. Salernitana playing, attacking football, going so back and it forth. It seems that they're good for like one, and as long as they'll stay up, may it last forever. Uh, they're good for like one over-the-hill veteran signing a year. Last year was Frank Ribery. He's coming now. Piatek. It's, well, there's two. Piatek and yeah. the first goal scorer, Antonio Candreva. Oh, right. Candreva. So, famous, so famous scorer of amazing goals, but not a great goal scorer. But he scored one with his dick in this game. <laughs> yes. It was unbelievable. They it was were trying a hard to call cross it a handball. The box. Whoever it was, I forget. Um, oh, he fucking dusted. Weston McKinney. Yes. And yeah. – and well, Quadrado. so Quadrado so made the bad move to kind of free him. Right. McKenney tried to square him up and just couldn't do anything. <laughs> he rockets a ball across and it hits the guy right in the junk and goes in one nil to the good guys. The old um, dick goal. Yeah, the old dick goal. Um, they go up two on a on a penalty later on. Um, P- uh, Piatek, I believe, scores that. Um, and that was a handle, on, but they went to VAR to review. Oh, it was totally a handle. Yeah. But uh, from then on, uh, Juve really put the screws to them. Second uh, half. They get sure. one back. Uh, and so, so to, to give you uh, the sequence of events, there is just – they're doing everything but getting the equalizer, right? And so we go into four minutes of stoppage time, um, and uh, they finally get a breakthrough. And it's just one of those penalties that born out of fatigue. And you're like, what are you – no, what are you doing, man? Yeah, he steps his – like I thought they were calling it for him stepping on the foot, but he steps his foot on the ground and then the guy goes over it. So yeah, like, oh, very Italian. That, it's a call. Okay, it's a, I get it's, it. A, it's a penalty. You look at yeah. it and you go, come on, man. Really? Not like this. Okay. And so long-time bastard, Giorgio Bonucci Chiellini. misses it. Was it Chiellini or Benucci? No, it's oh, it Bonucci. Chiellini's in LAFC. Oh, that's right. It's Bonucci. Bonucci. Bonucci, Bonucci right. misses it, but then scores his own rebound, and he's all fired up. It was up. a good save, too. It was a good um, save, but he the, didn't the, quite The, the Salernitana goal, goalkeeper was pretty shaky the whole whole day. He looked and shaky. He just, but it was just a good save on a penalty in the 94th minute, and Bonucci puts in the rebound, and you're like, fuck. And and but there's still two minutes left in the game, and they're just gung-ho for a winner. Yes. And, and, and again, uh, the keeper's <laughs> shaky. He parries a shot. He probably should have caught. It goes out for a corner. And um, and uh, who was it? Milic? M- Milic, right? I think maybe, maybe he may have come off already. It was someone else. No, 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 he didn't. He didn't because he had a he had a yellow card in the 83rd minute and he scores. Uh, it's a near post corner and he just fizzes it into the far corner. It was fantastic. Really well done. 
and he takes his shirt off, second yellow, red card. He's looking at it, like, I don't give a shit, whatever. He's in the locker room. All of a sudden, <laughs> knock, knock, knock on the referee's door. VAR decides to get in, involved. And who yes. wouldn't you know it, that bastard Benucci is offside. Now, he's offside, and he makes an attempt to play the ball. Didn't but the it. argument that they're making is that he's in the line of the goalkeeper and interfering with the goalkeeper's ability to stop the ball. There's a hi. My name, my last name is Salerno. I am rooting for Salernitana, and I don't think anybody's not aware of that at this point, right? <laughs> this call was terrible. It's terrible. Oh my god, it was horrible. First of all, he wasn't first of all, close. By the way, he's not even offside. The, the VAR photo shows the box and all the players in the line. What you don't see is that the guy who took the corner played Bonici on side by a foot. Oh, jeez. I didn't even realize that. <laughs> yes, that's the la- that's the thing that came out later on. Is oh, that my he's God. not even offside. He's not offside <laughs> by a mile. Ah, <laughs> you bastards. Uh, so, 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 so Quadrado it's, like, it, it's, it's incompetence. Starts- so while so, this is happening, right, Quadrado starts fight, fighting right, with Federico Fazio, who is Salernitana's captain, of uh, a Tottenham alum, <laughs> who I love now. There's a brawl, by the way, going on. There's a full-on fracas. Yes. Ref is trying to get this out of it. He sends off Quadrado. He sends off Fazio. They say no goal. It pops off again. He sends off Allegri, yes. and it ends 2-2. Yes. And A little note about saying, the referee. 29 years old, only his sixth game ever. Oh my God! <laughs> he might have to retire with six games then. The because thing is, is like if you know about this... Italian football and you know about Juve, this just everything about it was just like this. This penalties match fixie. This is match like the whole thing yeah. was just bizarre. Like, what is you know happening? What? They deserve nothing but to die, and they got it. In <laughs> and this by the game. way, and what so I did notice, and I was I was trying to sort of get involved with some of the the Calcio scene. Juve Stadium was not full. Which, no, I saw that. That it was, was like, weird. It wasn't. It wasn't just not full. There the, was the like bed, the good seats were empty. The good seats were empty. It was like forty percent full. Yeah, and... Salernitana Inn was full. Yeah, of course it was. My yeah, boys show up. up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm not gonna miss yeah. a. I'm not gonna miss a, uh, a trip to Turin. No way. <laughs> yeah. They live on the Amalfi Coast. They got to go to shit for the shit part of Italy. No problem. Um, uh, but so, no, they were there. I mean, that, that, that is our that is our trip to Salernitana. And this is really a shout out to our super fan, Angela, who stays and listens to the whole podcast and her wonderful boys from Napoli and actually quotes back the terrible parts of our podcast that happened at the end. Uh, that was very exciting. Oh, I love no, Angela. She's wonderful. She, she was um, there. But, and and the she is a Napoli supporter. She did ask us to talk a little bit more about Serie A. I did have to get into my boys being top half of the table. Top half of the table. How about I that? I believe Napoli are top of the fucks. league. But Napoli, after kicking the shit out of Liverpool last week, are top of the table on goal difference right now with Atalanta and Milan. Whew. I mean, and they look – Yeah, they're I all mean, on 14 with Udinese on 13. And U- yeah, Udinese come, came in out of nowhere too. They were relegation fodder last year. Roma, Inter, Milan are up, Milan's up there, but like, and granted, it's early. But you, this is generally a league where you're like, okay, one of Inter, Milan, or or um, or Juve is comfortably leading, with Napoli kind of nipping at their heels. But they're on they're they're on another plane this year, and uh, 
they actually did come out and there was, I forget who it was. I think it was like their sporting director was criticizing Tangi and Dombele, who we've said many times in the show is the best player in the field. And he's just the laziest as well, but he's playing for Napoli. Now he's doing well. And I think that they could take Serie A this year. So we'll see. Uh, it would be amazing. It would be a huge deal. A huge deal. A huge deal. So we do have to go talk to some of our super fans. We ask people to rate and review the show, and we appreciate everyone who's done. We got some really, two really negative reviews, which is very exciting. So thank you guys for giving us really negative reviews. We do the show for you. It starts with hate, and it'll become love. Or it starts with love and it'll become hate. If you didn't give any reviews, it means you don't care. So thanks for the reviews. We appreciate the one stars. And hopefully uh, people will give us five stars to counteract your negative action. If you don't like the show, tell someone, how much, you, tell someone how much you hate it. And prove, be like, are you? this t- show is terrible, right? These fucking Tell-ies. idiots. <laughs> we are Shove idiots. it up your urethra. Just right in there. Anyway. So it, it's not called squeaky bum time for no reason. Yeah, it's we're not nerve wracking, and sometimes you might say things that are off the rails. rails. Well, sometimes rails. we will stay on the rails. Most of the time, we'll go off the rails. That's the point of the show. If you don't like it, don't let the door hit you on your fat fucking ass on your way out. Thanks for coming in. Anyway, what we've got <laughs> or is tell people sort of how a, much you hate it so that they listen and hate listening. Fuck them. So I'll, t- I'll uh, take hate know, listening. I um, schedule. I don't know what to make. Yeah, the schedule of of what has become of the mourning period of Her Majesty, right? Um, now, we talked about a little bit about it on the last show. And We're American. We don't get it. No, and I was telling you, I was like, I, 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 you know, deference is the word I would use, right? Um, you know, a couple days go by, a hell of a lot of takes come out. And <laughs> I kind of am, uh, P- Peter Crouch had the one that I agree with the most. And he goes, you know, I understand uh, why we're not playing this weekend, but wouldn't it be better if you had a black armband, the teams at midfield or at the, the center circle, the whole minute of remembrance, the clapping, play the national anthem, make a show, make a show of it. Have the, the this is the thing that distinguishes England from the rest of the or, or used to distinguish England from the rest of the world for so so many years is the right. monarchy and how yeah. and and how majestic all of it was, right? Yeah. And um and I, I found myself agreeing, you know, I think that that would have been the most fitting tribute. Now, many people are, are genuinely mourning this, and, and I could not even understand that. And I'm not yeah. saying that I'm ridiculing you, I'm I'm saying that you wanna Mourn however you feel is right. God bless you. I mean, it's Seriously. just like a thing. It's like a thing. Like, we don't get it. It's like there is a person who embodies the country. It would be like someone killed the American eagle. That was the American eagle that's always shows up everywhere. I'm like, they killed the eagle. What do we do? She's the eagle. I mean, I think the closest <laughs> the U.S. could ever have say, said they came to this was JFK. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and by did, the way. They did cancel the games. Right. And, and yeah. But that was the thing. She's 96. I know. If JFK was 96, they'd be like, man, that's fucking terrible. He, what a great patriot he was. How many so illegitimate years. children did he have? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but anyway, you know, that's so we, we canceled nice. all the games this weekend. And, and, but and, and, but we're going to go with th- this weekend. We are going to go. But there are rules on where, who's well, being so, played. Yeah. And so I'm played. familiar with why, and I didn't even realize it. Um, yeah. when, when you're looking at the pricing of games. Uh, when you're over there, there are three tiers of game. And a lot of the European games are in the top tier, category A, 
right? And how I always took this to mean, and it was direct consumer facing was this price is elevated from category B and C, which obviously are lower tier games. So your rivalry matches, your derbies, uh, and, and higher end competition, right? So Spurs City, for example, that's a category A game, not necessarily because they're rivals, but because from Spurs point of view, that is a, an opponent that, you know, they're squeezing a little bit of capitalism in there, right? Like we can get you to pay a little bit more to see them play City, or we can get you a little bit more to, to Arsenal or Chelsea, which are obviously big rivalries. Um, but what I didn't realize was that there is a corresponding color coding system, if you will, for the security measures in the ground. And so, you know, you you started to hear a lot about how the London clubs this year, excuse me, this weekend, are are going to struggle with security issues and policing because there's so much policing that is required at the Queen's funeral and transporting the body and all that. Okay, fine. But Man United and Leeds are postponed. And you go, well, what, 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 huh? I'm sorry, what? Why, why are we doing that? And it comes down to, well, United and Leeds is a derby. There is a heightened requirement for police. Uh, it's a category A security level game. And you didn't really think about that. And so, so I, that, I had never really made that, that distinction before. Um, and so that game's postponed. Chelsea and Liverpool at Stamford Bridge, not at Anfield, by the way. Is postponed. It probably would have been postponed at Anfield too, because of security. because of the lack of police presence. Right, and then like, I believe the Brighton Chelsea game, the Brighton Crystal Palace game, was also canceled. Was had an original reason for it, which was the train strike. But this reason is they're actually using the police from Sussex in yes. London, so that's yep. the reason for that. Yep. So, and there's, so okay. there's a partial that schedule that we have to figure that out. All so we have games. Sense. Right. Saturday and Friday. But okay, and and we'll get into to the European games in a second. But while we're on the topic, Arsenal and PSV's um, Europa League group stage game on Thursday. on Thursday is also canceled. Okay, all right, fine, that makes sense. Yeah, but Tottenham and Leicester City at five thirty p.m. on Saturday in North London is going on. Brentford no and respect. Arsenal. No, no, no respect for Spurs. Brentford and <laughs> Arsenal. No, Brentford and Arsenal on Sunday morning or Sunday noon. Is being played. Maybe so, here's a rationale. Maybe the London Stadium that Spurs built is such that it has modern security systems in place where they can flow people with less police. It's a combination of that and the 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 requirement isn't as high, right? I just find it weird. I think I think if the FA, by the way, the UK government gave the FA like the the all clear last weekend. And um, I think if they had a do-over, I think what they would have done was what I had mentioned with Peter Crouch's approach and say, we're going to play this past weekend. We're going to play all the games and we're going to have a show of of everything before every game. And you know what? Do it for the rest of the fucking season. This woman was queen for longer than like 30% of of US history, right? (laughs) So let her, let her have, her yeah. Viking funeral the rest of the season. God yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, the thing that's funny is like they did take a knee over and over and over again forever. They did the poppy thing forever. Like mm-hmm. it just doesn't seem any rhyme or reason. Anyway, I don't care. We oh, just wait, want wait, wait, games. Wait, wait, wait. Be- but so hold on. So so you have the the last weekend. You could have played those games, 
And you could have canceled this coming weekend where the police presence is actually required, right? And so you won't have to worry about it would have just leads on stuff. Just by the way, there's a such a political thing here. It's the Diana thing. The fact that they tried not to do it, they tried not to give her a state funeral. Then they did the whole thing for her. They had to like change the protocol because she had been out of the family. And there's no way they would have let Diana had canceled games and have the queen not have canceled games. That's totally what it is. We know it. They're petty. They're small. That's why they did it. Yeah. No, you're probably right. <laughs> they want to make right, up but, for but, how the Diana thing The situation went. that this creates now, right? Nobody is under any illusions. There is a World Cup coming. They're playing every three days for the next two months. Okay. It's and just going the, to the, be bizarre fucking games that show right, up but, in the okay. middle of nowhere. But the season starts again on Boxing Day for all intents and purposes. And so you basically pick up where you left off for every three days. And to be quite honest, I have not looked deeper than January. Well, they're but, not really scheduled out properly yet. They're just kind of there. Right. They move. And so around. there is apparently a – it looks like – oh, no, that's probably an FA Cup break in between January 2nd and January 14th. Well, so what will happen is, is if someone's in, out and they have room – they're going to play on that FA Cup weekend. Well, right. And that's the, the – okay. And so the scheduling conflict you've created for yourself, Football Association, is now you have some teams that have to make up two games and some teams that only have to make up one. And yeah, The table's going to be weird all season. It's going to be a really broken season. It's actually going to be yeah. very reminiscent of the first COVID year where there were oh, – ah man, it was like West Ham had like four more games. Arsenal. Burnley, Burnley and Arsenal great. had like so many more. Ga- Burnley had more games left, but Arsenal had played like three more games than Spurs, and then it was right. kind of that jockeying for position. It's like, you know, what does this really yeah. mean, right? So, so we're going to kind of be stuck in that mode for a while, which sucks, right? Because it'll be all right. If it, it's fine, but it's so weird that in this strange season we're already in, you don't have. You just you just having more complexity now. Uh, nobody's saying that they killed the queen and it's their fault, right? But it feels sort of listen. Overdone we know what the reason was. It was the decision they made in 2010 to have this stupid fucking World Cup in the winter. Sure, that no, all no. of a sudden breaks everything. I understand that, but what I'm saying is you you have that built-in complexity. I think you've done it, all things considered, quite elegantly to this point. And even postponing some of the fixtures last weekend, fine. You're going to make them up on a Wednesday in, in, in February or April, whatever. Okay, fine. It'll be late. But now you've got, what's that, six teams with an extra game to make up, right? And so Chelsea and Liverpool and United are in February. They're all going to be playing in, in Europe still, we think, right? So Brighton and Palace, you guys are going to make up that game, no fucking problem. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. But now you've got United, Chelsea, and Liverpool – we're like, oh Jesus, we gotta make up the game from last week somehow. We gotta get we gotta get Chelsea down here. You the know? logistic thing is interesting though for like Potter, who takes over Chelsea, gets this oh, extra yeah. weekend to, to actually coach the team and figure out what the hell's going sure. on. Figure out, you know, they've got a game coming up. They don't have a game you know? for a month. Well, they've got the they've got the, the Champions League game. Yeah, they've got the Salzburg game that's coming up on Wednesday. So Potter gets in there, gets to start. His work, you, your boys get to have extra rest, so it's kind of nice. It's kind of like a nice, uh, might fine. actually help teams. You know, uh, I mean, it'll help as much as it hurts down the line, I think. But yeah, but, but to your point, to, to dig more in on that Potter thing, um, they're not going to have a Premier League game for a month, right? So, so that is because the the international break, the only international break before the World Cup is coming right after this weekend, and mm-hmm. so. 
you've got so you know it's it's but it's sort of strange right because when when potter got uh or when uh tuco got fired you're like usually you do it as an international break happens so that you have that two weeks to sort of bet in the new manager get him to, you know used to things with the new club the new the new players all that stuff but he sort of has that right now now chelsea needs to go out and win the champions league game that they've, they've got coming up against salzburg which is they not a, it's not a pushover right uh, as i said you know in 2019 spurs got nothing from their first three games and went to the final that's not normal right <laughs> yeah um, salzburg are are tough they're well they are a run top to bottom club they have a system in place it's rangnick's system ironically uh mm -hmm. you know they they almost have our feeder club too uh, RB Leipzig, which is also in the system, connected to Red Bull, connected to, you know, there's a handful of teams. So they do kind of show up as the Austrian league's representative quite often. So, and that's where Holland came from. He went from there to Dortmund to City. Yep. So they have a bunch of guys. Pats and Daka is from that team. I believe Sadio Mane played for Red Bull Salzburg. So a lot of good players have come through there. Um, and I think Chelsea should... I, I really have a lot of faith in Potter. I just think... Well, on their home, which is huge, right? Because yeah. part of the reason that that the uh, the Zagreb game is so difficult is because they're away in a hostile, hostile, hostile environment. Although that stadium was just, half not full, I don't understand what was going on there. It doesn't matter. It's fucking <laughs> miserable there. That's why it was half full. Um, <laughs> because they're not allowed in. They're not allowed. But yeah. you've got you've got Milan after this. You got AC Milan coming to your doorstep on yeah. October fifth. After you play Crystal Palace on October first. So. This is a baptism by fire for Graham Potter. And it's something that we're going to have to learn a lot about, you know, how he's able. Listen, we said, you know, you are the Graham Potterista <laughs> of the world. Okay. This is the challenge you've been waiting for him to, to, to get. I have to break up with him, honestly. Oh I yeah, cannot, I know. I can't love I him. I don't, I want him to succeed, but you know, I don't you know, want him to succeed, over. but I like him. Right. But, yeah. but that's the point is that he is going, he's gotten his chance and boy, oh boy, he's going to, thankfully for him, he's going to have some time to, like I said, to kind of get in, in, that, in the swing that of things. Chelsea team, that's not an easy start. That Chelsea team is going to be so freed from Tuchel because he's just going to open it up. He's going to let the, the offensive players play. They're going to be like, oh, we can pass forward and attack? This is awesome. Yeah. And, and by the way, I love how American stuff is always Pulisic-centric. Pulisic is a squad player. He's nothing. Yeah. No. In fact, I was I was showing my wife uh, the the Salernitana Juve highlights, and I went, "Hey, that guy with the stupid haircut, number eight, really fucking dumb haircut, by the way, Weston." I'm yeah. like, "That's the best American player." She's like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, he is." Yeah. Christian Pulisic stinks relative yeah. to the rest of his squad. Where Weston McKinney is is a borderline starter for Juve. I think I think he's in their best eleven for what it's worth, right? But like, yeah, yeah. Uh, he came I off mean, the I bench really, against PSG, I, I, changed the whole game. I like Tyler Adams, but yeah, McKinney. And that's not to, that's not to speak ill of Aronson or Tyler Adams or anybody else, but I yeah. think Weston McKinney is our most talented player at the moment. And I, don't I mean, Pulis is going to play in the U.S. national team no matter what, so it's fine. Yeah, no. So I'm tell, not tell me about tell me about what you got. What do you got for Tottenham going to Sporting? Uh, um, in, in I don't have a lot of concern tomorrow. whatsoever. Uh, this okay. is, a, I mean, look, like I said, this is this is the the easiest. Um, Champions League group, you got a 2-0 win at home over a, a, a pesky Marseille team, uh, and you got lucky to get that red card. Not so much lucky, but the game was over for all intents and purposes. The worst you were going to do was a draw as soon as that ref pulled the card out of his pocket. 
you win here, uh, and you should. You got the early game and all that. So, um, but you win here, you should be able to more or less take your foot off the gas for Champions League. You got six points through two games. You'll be fine. It's not like there's anybody in the group that scares you. Um, and then the next game is going to be, ironically, away to the the pot one team who stinks. Eintracht Frankfurt. They're they're just. <laughs> They're terrible, you know, and it's not to speak ill of them, really. But I mean, as I pull yeah, up, yeah, they they blew their load. They're just happy to be here. Of course, they're you they know, should have, they won the, they won the Europa League. They got in here. They shouldn't be here. Frankly. No, they shouldn't. And and yeah. so Spurs were given a gift. So that's what I mean. Like if you if you have the ability to get the win tomorrow, and you should, that means you've already taken three points on the road. So you get to play Sporting um, at home. Still, you play two more games on the road, but the next one is Eintracht Frankfurt. The last game of the group, I believe, is Marseille at home. Or excuse me, Marseille on the road, which, if you do it right, isn't going to mean shit for you, <laughs> right? Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I'm just going to confirm that real quick. But, um, yeah, Marseille-Tottenham, November 1st. Nobody fucking cares. If you do it right, nobody and cares. Then- hey, you know, you know Marseille's going to win that game because Spurs are going to play me and you at center back, and they're not going to bother with it because that's going to be the time where – you know, we talked about it. Their games every three days. We're gonna be that's gonna be six weeks from now, and they're gonna be playing every three days, save for the for the um, uh, the international break. So that's gonna be a breather for them, hopefully. And so that's yeah. what you've got on the line tomorrow. So you and, and you've then, had and the then rest. A- after you guys game is the two big games of tomorrow: Liverpool, Ajax at Anfield, and then Bayern Barcelona at the Allianz. Bayern coming in. Four draws in a row, sputtering a little bit. One of the couple of those draws, they took 30 shots and guys set the record for saves in the Bundesliga. So their mm-hmm. demise is mistaken. Uh, Liverpool come in limping and do not get a gimme. Ajax is good. Ajax will come and play. And this is a Stones game for Liverpool. Yeah. As it might. Is it a must win? No, no, it's not. Um, because uh, I mean, I guess at home, it if is. they lose at home, they're fucked at home. It is, um, you can be annoyed with a draw and still be fine. Um, but what I'll say is this, you know, you said the, the Bayern's demise, Liverpool's demise and Ajax's dissension has been greatly over-exaggerated. Um, I, I think that this is a game that could not come at the worst time for, for Liverpool, no Robertson, he's hurt. Mm-hmm. Tiago's probably eighty percent, but he's eighty percent all the time. They still haven't had Salah score a goal uh, that wasn't a penalty. They're not in good shape, and Ajax are going to play. They're yeah. not afraid. Like if there are two teams that can, co- like Liverpool can come and say we're Liverpool, we're at home, and the Ajax don't have to be afraid. They can go, we're fucking Ajax. Fuck sure. You. You know what um, I mean? There, there's a there's an institutional strength in being Ajax in Europe that that team carries no matter what. They're the yeah. Real Madrid of the five leagues beneath. Yep, and that's I understand that matters. Like Liverpool I kill, not... I kill for City. I kill to have the pedigree of Ajax. Liverpool have not taken the field since that drubbing last week against Napoli. They haven't played against Wolves in the weekend, right? They have had to sit there and stew on it. And I think that as soon as the games this, this past weekend got postponed, they should Jurgen be Klopp they should had be a, blood coming out of their mouths. Yep. Yep. 
I mean, Anfield, Anfield is going to be raucous. It better be. It, it has will. To be. It will. It will. It because be. it's a Champions League night. Like you said, Ajax is a big name. They're the coming things. to playoffs. Yeah. It's a clash. And oh, by the way, Ajax, I watched this game, beat the living fuck out of Rangers, who Man. are literally just there, as to we used to say, in literally <laughs> two in a barbecue, right? They're yeah. out of here. They're, yeah, done. they're done. They're not going to Europa League in third place. They're going the fuck home, right? So, um, so we don't so know much. You get that. Yeah. You get that. Ajax are, I'm not saying anything negative about them. Okay? They just happen to be in the Eredivisie, so you don't know. No, no. What I'm saying is. No, I mean, one not, doesn't know. Not you don't know. Sure. I mean. But they're not, they're not giant killers is what I'm saying. Okay. And, and by the way, Liverpool currently are not giants. They but beat, they beat Real Madrid. I understand. What I'm saying is this Ajax team, I'm not talking about the history of Ajax. Yeah. Because they beat Juve and they beat who was who else that year? Barca, yeah. right? I think yeah, they beat um, all of them. Great, cool. They're not those giant killers. They're a good team. They're we don't not know. A great this team. is the thing about Ajax. We don't know yet. They may have the next Ajax team. Looking you at never it, know. Put the house so, on Liverpool. That's what I'm saying. You can put because the house on Liverpool. I'm I lost saying. the house this weekend in college football. <laughs> uh, I'm just but, saying it's Ajax. You don't know. That's what's so fucking annoying about them. Watching them, again, it's Daily Blind. It's, it's I know Steven it's Daily Bergvine. Blind. Like, yeah, yeah. By the way, he's good. Berg, Stephen Bergvine, <laughs> when he when he goes back to Anfield, he's going to be shitting razor blades from that time he hit the post and ruined Tottenham's season two years ago. Okay? So Yeah, it's it's Bergvine and Tadic and 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 Daily Blind. And, then and the other guy who sounds like Bergvine is like Bergborst House. or something. Berghaus, yeah, Steven Berghaus and Steven Bergvine. I was like, wait a minute. There's a lot of Bergs and houses yeah. and Vines. But anyway, I'm going to be watching that game. And then we have Barca-Bayern, uh, which is a historically fraught for both teams. Both teams have put each other out. Bayern more recently destroyed Barcelona. I think it's like six. They killed them in the final or semifinal. Barca has got some bad Champions League history over the last five They do. They're just like, they what do. the fuck happened? <laughs> um, I think that this Bayern team is younger still. I think the athleticism is too good. You have the Lewandowski thing, which is gonna fun. Say, They're going to cheer. One side cheer has right Lewandowski, and yeah. that side is the more likely to win the game. because it's... Away, I don't know. There's a youth thing. There's there's Bayern. There's a lot here. Bayern do not come into this game playing well. But, uh, you know, these for, for teams like Bayern, this is their season. Like, they can't fuck around in the Champions League. Like, it's one no, thing no, no. to fall behind – in, in the Bundesliga, we're like, yeah, 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 don't worry about it. But they need to show out because a crisis for them is losing to Barcelona yeah. in the group stage. Uh, well, we, can bounce around, we can bounce be, around. This will be a leg up thing too because um, because you know they both had wins uh, in the first, uh, the first match week last week. Mm. Um, who was it? Uh, Barcelona beat the hell out of Victoria Pleasant and, and Bayern got past, uh, got past Inter 2-0. But whoever – They were good in that game. Yeah, let's just say Barcelona wins the game. Then Bayern is on probably in uh, uh, at least one goal plus one goal difference. Inter is probably going to put up a couple on Pleasant. So now, after two match weeks, yes, you've beaten them, but you're right there even with them, right? So yeah. um, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, I think Barcelona's got the edge, but yeah, as you said, that is certainly the game to watch of the midweek Champions League games. No, I'm going to be watching. I'm going to be watching Liverpool because I'm going to be rooting for Ajax really hard. Because I love nothing better. I have a theory. Okay. Then Liverpool losing. Let me. Okay. Okay. But hold on a second. You might be losing the forest for the trees here. 
if Liverpool were to lose, yes, all of a sudden, as a friend of mine says, their Champions League hopes will be in crisis, crisis, crisis. Yes, but if that were to happen and they got knocked out of the the Champions League, now I think the funniest case is that they finish third in the group and they go to Europa, right? I think we can both agree on that. But let's just say they don't have European games anymore. Are you more worried about them for the league? No, because I don't think they're good. really. No. Okay. I, right. I'm, but you're inherently not more concerned with Liverpool for having less games than you would be whether they're good or bad. They don't have good enough players. Right I, now. Yeah, but you're not listening to what I'm saying. No, right? I understand. I understand what you're saying. They'll have an advantage of having less games. Yes. If what you're saying is true, and I believe that it is, they will get through to the round of 16. They will have to end up playing a two two leg game no, against I, I understand. The European I understand. Giant. You want you want it. You want it. You you don't want to be the team that has to play sixty games while your opponents play thirty eight or forty, right? But yeah, of right. course. And so so I think you know I, I I'm not again I'm not concerned about Liverpool. I know no I no one thinks that their on demise that is their demise, but they've been lucky. They've been firing yeah, on I all know. cylinders for months and months and months, and they don't have the squad to do it. As much as it's frustrating being a City fan and watching, never knowing what the fucking lineup is going to be, and hoping that your guys play and half the team is pissed off and they want to leave because they don't play the games that they want to play. The fact of the matter is playing everyone, everyone plays less than 3000 minutes. That's just the way city is. Jack Grealish is out of the team for the first half of the season. He may be the starter for the second half. There's no rhyme or reason to just just show up. Everyone's pissed off all the time on the team. (laughs) I don't know when I'm going to play. I would be a great Manchester city player because I am angry all the fucking time. Yeah, it's just um, it's just that's the way the team is. Uh, the other game we 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 Potterball will begin at home versus the old right. RB Salzburg, and then uh, my team does play Dortmund. Uh, I don't think I'm afraid of this Dortmund uh, at home. No. Uh, we don't know. Dortmund always has really young guys. Always good to see Reyna. Always good to see Jude Bellingham. Always good to see what Dortmund is up to. But they just never, they're just never able to grow as a group. Because by the mm-hmm. time the players get good enough and they have a run and they get some experience, they're bought by Bayern. Yeah. So, you know, no matter what they do, they just never. Or Manchester are. City. <laughs> or Manchester City in our case. Yeah. I, what do we yeah. what? It's our first Bayern. Bayern. Yeah. Wait. Uh, no, Ilkay Gundogan we got from Bayern. I was going to say Gundogan was another one, I think. That <clears throat> a long time um, ago. But we bought him and he broke his – Missed the whole season with an AC. He broke himself. I remember he was on the NBC coverage. He was so hurt. He's like, I can't even be in the country. I'm like, what? Um, <laughs> yes, exactly. Not a whole so, lot. Uh, you know, we, we said to take, you know, I said this in passing. Angela's probably the only one that stayed that long, but uh, that I said take overs. Uh, there were a handful of overs last year, uh, last <laughs> week. I didn't really get into which ones specifically. Um, <laughs> Napoli and Rangers. Oh, man. If Napoli's given three, take it. Uh, Victor Oshman being out does hurt them a little bit uh, from a rotational perspective. But I don't know who that gracious. I don't know who that creepy Georgian is. But when I hear the guy Georgians, with the K's, who, yeah, whose yeah, name yeah. is Kadrishvili, all I think of yeah. is Stalin, and he uh-huh. should nickname himself Stalin because that would be the most <laughs> badass soccer player name ever. Even if it pisses people off, the years are yeah. f- fading. No one would know. He should just grow a mustache and call himself mm-hmm. Stalin. Imagine Stalin yes, down the wing. Stalin down the wing is the greatest oh, thing I've ever my seen. God. <laughs> PSG Stalin versus, crosses it. Would you shut up? <laughs> PSG versus this is why we're getting canceled. 
by all the snowflakes that are giving us one stars. Oh no, Stalin for some reason, yeah, he murdered millions of people. You can say things about Stalin, it's fine. Oh yeah, no problem. Hitler, yeah, that's fine. how dare you? Exactly. You shit. Yeah, I'm gonna just start calling people Stalin, and people are like, oh, it's okay, thanks. Oh, he was really effective. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. AOC is the you. Stalin of the 21st century. Yeah, right. Um, PSG versus Maccabi Hafi. <laughs> oh, that's the, not the gonna Israeli go well team. for the Maccabi. Oh my God, the Qataris want to hurt them, like the, like <laughs> yes. physically. Right? They're going to make Neymar. If you don't score five goals, we're going to kidnap your family. Gonna, we're going to knock down more buildings in Palestine. No, that's right, not right, I don't right. mean that at all. That's terrible. I don't even know what I'm saying. I mean, it's not unrealistic, though. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, I, I think Spurs are the other team that you can kind of feel pretty comfortable about going in. So, and by the way, you're going to get a million to one odds on uh, – or, or minus a million, I should say, on, on a PSG or a Napoli game here. What I'm saying is – Take the over. Take the take the numbers. I don't even know what they are. If Napoli are given two goals, take them. If PSG are taking given four goals, take them. I'm gonna look right now on my thing. We didn't look. We didn't look when we. I'm gonna when look we started right now. Don't worry and, and I'll say, Marseille hosting Frankfurt. We're gonna learn if there's any life left in oh. this German body. Oh, there's gonna be rioting. Oh, bet on the over of people going to jail on plus fifty. <laughs> yeah. Frankfurt versus Marseille. Forget it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like prison rules. <laughs> did you see the? Did you? See, they had a they had a, a conference league battle on Cologne versus versus Nice. A guy fell off the stands. It was amazing. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, he really went over the edge. It was really bad. But it they were fighting. There was no one in the stadium. They were just pregame fighting. It was amazing. Oh yeah, yep, in the streets. So, yeah. So we should see. Expect Frankfurt Marseille to not be without riding. Uh, I have a feeling that there will be some. Uh, why can't I fucking? It's find a Category it? A game, as they say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Filled with violence, and uh, oh, we don't want violence. Well, do we? I don't know. I like the ideas of Germans and French people fighting. They got a lot of pent up. Yeah, it's just it brings back memories, right? Let's see. Tottenham is plus one hundred five, but Sporting is plus two sixty five. Stop it! Tottenham is plus money. Yeah. Well. Take out a loan, folks. On the money line. Yeah. Um, Barca well, plus 275. Wait, 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 Bayern minus anything, 120. Hold on, hold on. Wait for the lineup to come out. Because I don't expect after Saturday having not played, I don't expect for Son and Kane and Richarlison or, or Kuliseski, whoever, he's going to have a competitive lineup. Just wait for the lineup to come out. Just do, do me that favor. Before so you do a funny anything. one. Here, here's the funny one. Borussia Dortmund away plus twelve hundred. What? Against City. Oh, against City. Yeah. Makaiba plus fifteen hundred. <laughs> that feels weirdly not in. How devotion. was Bournemouth plus three thousand? <laughs> well, hold on. Give me uh, what's PSG's number? What? Well, how many goals PSG, are they getting? PSG is uh, minus two and a half. Yep. Plus take it. Ten. Take it. Not kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Napoli and Rangers. What about that one? That one's not so bad. Um, they don't oh, really? love Nap. They don't love Napoli that much. Rangers are plus three thirty with getting a half a goal at home. That's the reason. Yeah, the Ibrox at, at is the fine, Ibrox, but you know, it's. it's, it's I mean, okay, it's, it's real. Uh, what about uh, the game you won't shut up about? Liverpool and Ajax. Liverpool Ajax Ajax is a plus four twenty five dog. They're getting a goal. Evens. 
I would say take Ajax plus one because I think that it's uh, yeah, Ajax plus one. Yeah, yeah, it's minus. I think one. Liverpool wins, but worst case, you're breaking even. Yeah, Ajax plus one feels reasonable. Make make Liverpool score the goals that they want to score. Yeah. Uh, City's plus two. They're getting minus two at minus. What's the over under in that game? The under over three and a half. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say if it's if it's two and a half, but uh, yeah, okay. And Juve Benfica, I'm curious because they uh, they're a little hungry after this weekend's fracas with <clears> my <throat> boys from Salernitana. They're just plus one twenty five. Benfica's plus two twenty five. It's almost a pickup. Yeah, and that's not fun. Um, okay. The under over two and a half. Mm. The one that's tough to I can't believe that this Dynamo Zagreb is plus one thousand. Against AC Milan, why is AC Milan that much of a favorite? That's is Zagreb that bad? Well, they're they just not beat home. Chelsea, and they're I know, but still, yeah, they did have to do a playoff game to get in. They remember they beat Boda Glind, Boda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, that's the that's a little bit of going through the bet three six five the betusa.com link. You can find a link in our. This is show what happens if you want to join. when the queen dies and there's no games and we're out of ideas. <laughs> That's okay. You know, we we stay up, we show up, we get the shows on, we come back on Thursday. We'll do the previews. Everything will be there. The Premier League will be back. Then we'll have another break, and then we'll be back in action on purpose, out for taking names. We'll grow, like the show, love the show. Send me a home. Mr. Mike. Let's get out of here. That was the Squeaky Bum Time podcast with Mike Salerno and Laurent Cortines. We are the football wing of the Chop Sports Network. We record on Tuesdays and Fridays. So be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast so you never miss an episode. And please keep rating and reviewing the show. We love you. Even if you're mad at us, we still want you to rate and review the show. Thank I you, love you. And good night. Nobody loves you. You're an incel.